Welcome to the Ocean Tribe Hangout, where we chat with water humans from across the world. We focus on passion, representation, and most importantly, inspiring the world to venture into the most beautiful place, the ocean. Let's tuck in. Our guest today is an organization called Black Girl Surf. Coach Rhonda Harper will be joining the Black Mermaid to talk about this phenomenal organization, talking new generation of surfers, their partnership with Hurley, identity, representation, and women taking care of themselves in the midst of holding worlds together. This is a phenomenal conversation. Let's tuck in. A small reminder that our podcasts are audios that are extracted from my Instagram live interviews. So I do hope that you'd give us a little bit of grace because the stoke is real. Um, so be a bit patient with us as we find our way. But thank you for being here. Cheers. Tell, tell us about your new partnership. Tell us about, hold on, but there's been so much excitement. Hold on, let's start with the phenomenal um phenomenal pictures that are talking about new generation and tradition and tell us about that because it's so beautiful and it's so inspiring like i know in south africa we already have a lot of surfers that are black and brown but like when we're looking at senegal and we're looking at nigeria and we're looking at those um, african countries it's slightly a bit different but also all of the good it all, all of it, all of it's good. It's absolutely beautiful. And here's here's the thing. A couple of years ago, well, in 2015, there was a company that came in, photographer came in, and they took a picture of Haju. I, I've put it up on our page before, but it's Haju on a couch, and she's in her traditional dress. And then right behind the 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 sofa is her surfboard. So we just took that and 2020 it. <laughs> put our girls. It was Tabaski the day before. They already had their outfits. Haji was like, okay, we're, we're going. I called the, the uh, photographer because she had been wanting to do a photo shoot with us. Yeah. And I called her and I said, Ricky, the girls, we want to do the, the girls in their tapaski and, and their, um, their surfboards. And she said, oh my God, I'm coming. And she came down and she, yeah. I was, and I was there with Reuters. And I came with Reuters was like, I don't think this is gonna work. I mean, I I don't understand the concept of it. I don't under. All right, and she's she's. I I, I said, well, you, it's one of those fashion things you have to just understand. Like you, this is us, yeah. right? So we're 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 making yeah. a statement to say that yes, we have been in our traditions, but now there's a new generation coming, and it's different. It's yeah. it's new and exciting, and these girls are all on the elite squad. We and the girls that missed, it's funny because there were some girls that missed, right? As yeah. soon as the photos came out, they were all jealous because they didn't have the same photo. They missed the shoot for whatever they partied too much in top of ski the night before. I don't know, but they didn't show up. But they were so upset that they didn't get involved after they saw their pictures, right? So, so, <laughs> so we're gonna redo it. We're gonna we're gonna redo the shoot in full bloom. Um, that one, but the thing was, is is just showing their parents more than anybody. It's time to change. So, so, so when I saw those pictures, there was there was so much pride, right? And in it, like in African culture, we've always had our traditional wear, and and it means so much, right? And it's so attached. Often spaces when we go into 
places that are not predominantly black, there's a requirement for us to leave that behind. Right. And see and seeing that traditional gear and the surfboard for me said the worlds are merging and they're opening up to see that we are not only in existence when we talk to proximity to one right. we can right. also up in all of our African beauty. Yes. Point. <laughs> Sorry about that. And still like, you know, mess up. Like get on those ocean floors and just show everybody what's up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what we went. That's what we were. That's what. That's the basic message. And 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 Senegal is just the, uh, just the start because now we have to take these and we have to go to Nigeria and we have to prove and we have to go to Ghana and we have to prove. And you have these pictures. You don't have to give up who you are for surfing. You don't have just because you're a water person or even being sponsored by by Hurley. Like the the thing that I was there, there were so many different companies. I mean, let's just talk about this. There were so many different companies that came at me for sponsorship. And I said, let me find the one that's going to make me the most comfortable, that's going to accept Rhonda, who, who Rhonda is, because she's the coach of all of this. this is, she's the owner of all of this. And I kind of yeah. guide what, how I see the future of black women in surfing. And so when they came, I wanted to make sure that it was genuine. It was authentic. Like they didn't want to just do diversity grabs. Cause we talked about that the last time I was, I was talking to you and I didn't want that. Right. And I was keeping everything secret too. And I was, you know, having these discussions and they were going back and forth. Listen, can you do this? You know, yeah, I have these paddle outs, you know, they're worldwide and they're protesting the police and you know, things are, is this, you know, is this going to be okay for my, for my sponsorship? And they took everything. You know, they were like, yes, this is what we want. This is what we want to do. This is how you change the future. This is, this is what we want on our brand is going back to the basics. And so that's why I chose Hurley because there, there was four other ones that were major brands. And I just felt like Hurley was a perfect match for, for me and for my girls. Like, I feel comfortable going in this space. And I don't feel tokenized. And I don't feel rushed and I don't feel um, I don't feel like I'm cheating on my on my culture. When we when we put the pictures up yesterday, they were already up. And then I messaged Hurley because, you know, you have to let them know what you you know, what's going on. And so I put, you know, can we have these on our site? And they were like, OK, send those to us. Because they want to show them in their traditional. And you, you, I've never seen a company like that. There's some other companies out there that just, they will homogenize you to death and then you're done. Like, they want you to look like them. And they wanted these girls in their tradition. You know, I was like, this is what you look for. So I wasn't looking for just the monetary um, part of that, right? Because yeah. we're a nonprofit. And I did yes. that on purpose. I made myself yeah. a nonprofit so that... If something happens to me, right, it can yeah. still continue. Nobody yeah. breaks up the money. It's still oh. going to the next, the next group yeah. of black girls, sir. It stays generational. So that's yeah. why a lot of people are like, Ronnie, with that deal, do you know you could have, you know, done this, this, and this, and your licensing? And I said, no, no. The dream not, is bigger than that. My dream was way bigger than that. And, and, and it's not always about money. I'm totally fine in myself and my accomplishments and who I am. So I don't have to have that monetary 
uh, status that goes along with having your brand attached to something else. I want that monetary, those, those funds to go back into the community, just like the, the funds I'm putting in now or the funds that my donors put in now. They need to go back to us. So, so I love how if, like everything that you've said is so important, right? Because, and that's sometimes the challenge that when you're doing something phenomenal and everybody catches wind of it, there's the, 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 there's the, there's the place where we get nervous of who else is going to come to the table. So mm -hmm. if the first big brand arrives and says, well, we will have you based on one, two, three, and like, but I don't quite fit into three and four. How do we make that work? They're like, well, you know, and that's the challenge that, and as more people come to the table, someone will see your heart and say, you know what? We see what you're trying to do and we're here to support you. And, and, I, and I just love that based on that, you were able to find, you were able to find home in the big brands. And I mean, Hurley is hell of a cool. So we're here for you <laughs> and we are so excited. And I just like, all, all I could picture was these, these girls and boys with lovely surfboards riding. Like all I could, all I could picture was more equipment than you could ever imagine and everybody being so well kitted when they go to these competitions and you know pitching up in all of the glory but also just like kitted up good yes and us you know when they go out now instead of just having the hurley on the side it says black girl surf hurley i mean this is a this is a this is a co-branding situation so they know they're welcome they don't have to sit on the sideline and you know and i used to see surfers that would be in in pictures and they you know, the, 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 the African women would be kind of like over here and all the rest of the girls would be, you know, hugged up, and, you know, hey, you know, happy. And th this would be, you know, like to the side a little bit and not feeling comfortable this time. Now, this time, this generation doesn't have to worry about that. Oh. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to make sure that these girls have the best life and do exactly what they want to do for the rest of their life. I don't care. Even we have a, we have a young pregnant, we have a young mother who has three kids. Very young. Yeah. Very, very yes. young. We got her into to decathlon so that she could have an internship so you can go into management and you can go after this, right? What are you going to do? You can come work with Black Girls Up. You can go into a corporation. We're going to set you up for that. We're not just going to say, oh, we just want to use you as a surfer and let you go. No, we're going to start finding people jobs and, and things that we want to do. We're already paying for the school. So it's just a matter of putting the communities back, back together the way that it should be. My father said, once you get that skill, once you learn a craft, you take it back to your community and you spread it out so that they can do the exact same thing. And I was on an interview last night and I said, we all have to learn how to unify and sustain our own. It does not necessarily have to be, I'm first, I'm, I'm better, I'm this, I'm that. It needs to be a togetherness and a meeting of minds so that the future generations don't see the pettiness because I see it in the, I see it on the other side a lot. I mean, this is my business. I see it on the other side, you know, there's a, even in my younger days, I would see like Kelly Slater against these, you know, I don't want my kids like that. I don't want my, my, if my kids have a best friend and just because they're in another club, I don't want them to not talk to them because they're in another club. I want these girls to be able to be confident and, and, and self-aware and build this community without the dysfunction of the previous generation. Yeah. yeah. That's all I want. Ready? to rally together right 
just because we're in competition, it doesn't mean that we can't be in healthy competition. Right. Healthy competition, competition is always says, good. You know, healthy competition says, you know, I'll show you I'm better than you. But at the end of when we're done with the boards and everything, everybody hangs out and we're all good. And we are a community growing, showing up, changing how things have always been done and just kind of like being changing free. It all. And, yeah. and I mean, now you're also saying that, you know, you intentionally made this a nonprofit because you want this to live for forever. And this yeah. is so important generationally. Mm-hmm. Listen here. Like, yes. It's, I had to do something foundational. Like, I didn't want to do... I, I've seen a lot when they were doing these grabs. I was seeing a lot of people, oh, well, I'm getting sponsored for the fall season or I'm getting sponsored for this. No, I made sure that when, when you look at that press release, it says long-term partnership. That's we building see. a foundation, right? They, they, they wrote that. I didn't write it. They wrote it. So, you know, it, this is what we worked on. This is what we planned. There's going to be some good things that happen in the future, right? I, I can honestly say that all the nights that I stayed up and I was crying and I was worried I was this and I was that and I didn't feel good and it all is worth it. Everything. I mean, even the negative stuff is worth it because it made me stronger and it made me stick it out. This situation being stuck in, her, in, in Senegal got me hurly because I was able to focus just yeah. on the, the goal. This has been my goal since I started out in 2003. And now 17 years later, here we are. And I have a signed agreement with a major corporation. I, I don't even care. It could have taken 25 years as long as we got to this point. And I have to say thank you to Hurley. And I have to say thank you to every single donor who believed in what we were doing. Whether There was little girls that were sending $5. They would send it through GoFundMe. And by the time you get it out of GoFundMe and they take their fees, it's like $3.50. And we'll take that too, right? Because I know that little girl's heart. That little girl wanted to donate. And she wanted to see little black girls like her surfing. And she's going to send her $5 allowance or her or, or there's a teenager that was going to go to Starbucks and it was like $5 and that's what they put in. I don't think every single person that put in a dime because it went to, it all went for good. It, I mean, from we, that even down to the internet, which they, outside of my house, it keeps them safe, right? You need a safe house. It's, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people moving right now with COVID. Right. There's a lot of people out of work right now. So there's a lot of people. There's, it's very easy to get caught up into something. No, they come right to my house. I swear every day <laughs> there's like 20, 30 of them <laughs> eating all my food. But it's OK because I know where they are. I can open up my window and I can talk to them. And I know if you guys get in a fight, you're going to settle it now. I mean, we've had to we, we we suspended the girls for a week because one of them was teasing another girl and the rest of them was watching and they didn't. So you all had to sit up. But you set out together. wasn't two of them. It was the entire team. You're going to do this together. We're all going to do this together. We're not going to separate. We're going to love each other. You're going to go together to get your Tabaski fabric. You're going to, you know, go to see the seamstress. The same. You're gonna, this is what the team is. I'm going to teach you how wow. community works. Because wow. unless you have everybody rowing that boat, your team cannot accomplish the dreams that you guys want and set out for yourself. The, if, if, if Senegal would have had girls that could qualify, um, their point total would have been higher, right? But they put in some people that, that weren't as, as advanced as they should have been. 
But if they would have put the ones that belonged in there, it, the total would have been greater. And this is what I'm saying about doing things as a community. You're bigger and you're better when you put the brightest and the least brightest together. Because that one, the least brightest, is going to rise to the occasion. We have a girl that we we took from the elite squad and put her into the Nappy Roots camp, which is our beginner camp, because she was falling behind. She's surfing better than the girls. I was like, she what? rose and went beyond what she was supposed to be doing. What? And in that, grew seven inches. She grew seven inches in that period of time. And you have to learn, relearn your body. Because now your arms are two times longer. You know, your legs are really long. And you just have a growth spurt. So now you have to refix that same surfboard. Wow. Is now, you've outgrown it. You, you're so tall now. You, it, it, she just looked like a spider. But she got it. And now she's surfing. <laughs> she's surfing better than most of the girls and this is what you do this is how you have to encourage young girls right yeah. you don't do you don't do it with derision and and um, demeaning behaviors and condescending yeah. it's not going to help you and it's not yeah. going to help our black girls right yeah so if we're talking about the unification of black women in surfing we have to start with the kids because the ones that are already older are already set in their ways you have yeah. to start with the young generation, right? They're not set in their ways. I've never been set in my ways. I kind of like just kind of go with the flow kind of situation because that's the way I was brought up. Everybody's different. Yeah. And so um, you, they're, they're learning to acclimate to new things. And so now they're, you know, going to restaurants. They're from the village, right? Yeah. So they don't, there's things that they're learning now that they didn't, they didn't have an advantage to before. Before they used yeah. to get kicked kicked out of their surf club because they were girls and, and it was only boys, right? Yeah. Well, this weekend, we all walked in and got our table and the boys were sitting over at another table over there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, you, you're telling such truths, though, because I think, you know, it's more than just building community in the surfing space. It's building community everywhere. It says, uh -huh. if women are, are going to work together, if there's going to be a fight, and everybody else watches and does nothing, then that's a problem. Then everybody gets to sit out because mm -hmm. we build this community together. And mm -hmm. at any point when everybody's tapping out of responsibility, how do we create this, this motion that's going to grow the space? You mm -hmm. know, you're teaching everyone to take care of each other because regardless of whether you're going to be there for the next five months or not, they are accountable. Everybody is accountable. Mm -hmm. to change that, that exactly right and and i'm not going to be here like you said i'm not going to be here i'm not even going to be there when they go on tour if they should start touring i won't be there you're going to have to depend on your teammate yeah right and if you have a whole bunch of infighting how can you depend on that person you go yeah. and you lose your luggage you that's your sister she's going to keep you she's going to keep you together for those next three four days while you have to yeah. go to the surf contest and she's going to let you borrow her board should baggage claim lose your board or damage it i mean you have to learn these things and the the, the togetherness and intertwining personalities everybody doesn't have to think the same but if you have one mission it's okay yeah. talk about it discuss it and then let it go into the universe and then move on to the next thing I have to think that way because just like I said, getting stuck here and not knowing, I don't even know the language. I don't, I don't, I'm just here. And I have to learn yeah. to adapt, right? Yeah. And I have to become part of the, the, the community because yeah. otherwise I won't be able to be taken care of, right? I'll just, like a little baby that falls out of the, the, the bird that falls out of the nest, I'll just be 
trying to figure out how I'm going to live my life. But I've got so much assistance when I fell out of the nest because of the fact that I was building community and, and, and taking care of people. Then the community came in and took care of me. Yeah. Right. And you said you're at home. Don't you worry, I'm home. you're at home. I feel, I feel, it's so weird. I was talking to, I was talking to people back home, and I, and I said, I don't even know how I feel about leaving at this point. Because I've already been here almost a year. So it, it's like you're being forced to be there a year, but then now it's time to go home. Oh, do I really want to go home? <laughs> or do I want to stay? Now you have to relook the idea of what is home. What mm -hmm. is home? Because mm -hmm. home right now is with your kids, And yep. you've got the beach right there. You've got this mm -hmm. home that has become home home. You know, it was temporary right. home. Now it's like home home. Really home. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be, I mean, I'm a, I miss my dog to death, but it is going to be very weird to have to reacclimate mm -hmm. myself to, even to the United States and the way that they, uh, the state that they're in right now. So I'm watching it from here. And even my, you know, beyond the racism and the COVID, they have fires that are going on in California right now that are just un, un, unimaginable. And so you you know that you're going to go back into an unsafe, you know, area. And for me, everybody's just like, Ronnie, just stay over there. Like my nephew, he just beat cancer and COVID since I've been here. And he's like, Auntie, stay over there. Don't come home. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they turned on the fan. It's like, it's over here. Oh, oh Afri, one thing is, Senegal is hot. <laughs> it's no, hot right I now. am. I am so less for hotness. Like we need warm weather. South Africa has been so cold. I am really? less. I am less to sweat from the hot. I'm less <laughs> for it all. <laughs> I just need it. I need it in my life. Girl, Even in the water. It's, it, I'm going to take pictures. Um, when I go dive right now, I brought my GoPro. So I'm going to put those, I'm going to put those photos up. But this water is like emerald. It's like an emerald green. It's just absolutely beautiful. I'm just, I'm, I'm like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm like a little kid. I'm just with my hand outside of the boat, just like trying just to feel the wetness of the water. And the, just feel, right? Because you just lose, you're going, going, going. I've been going, going, going for seven months. So now it's time for me to feel this energy and to enjoy the fruits of my labor. And this is what I want to tell women. We work so hard, especially black women. We work so yeah. hard, we forget to celebrate ourselves, right? We get so caught up in how things look on the outside sometimes that we forget about repairing things that are on the inside. Yeah. Right. So for yeah. me, I'm, I'm still in a grieving process because in all of this training and all of this craziness, I lost my, one of my parents. And so all of this is like now coming back. So I'm taking time out until I leave because the mission is accomplished. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the mission, yeah. the job is done. And I said, this is this has always been my philosophy. Work, work, work. And then you can celebrate for the rest of your life. So I worked, work, work. Signed documents. We're done. Now I'm sure. going to go and celebrate and enjoy the fact that it took 17 years, but sure. it, it didn't come a moment too soon. It, had to, sure. it came when it was supposed to come. And it came at a time where I'm able to accept, right? Because sometimes we do things that are great and then everybody is like, well, it's not that great. And no, they do things that are great and then you don't celebrate yourself. Yeah. 
And it's the worst thing that we can do to each other. It's, it's the worst thing you can do to yourself because you put so much in it. You should reward yourself from within. Yeah. Like you yeah. should say, I did a good job. I did something right. I did, you know, yeah. I, I hear it all the time. Like somebody will call me and they're like, I can't believe I'm talking to you on the phone. And I'm like, who am I? Like I'm looking around like, who am I? <laughs> like, I'm just a girl that did the right thing. I'm not like, you know, I don't carry myself like that. And if you call me in the middle of the night, I'm going to answer the phone. South Africa called me last night. I just met uh, someone online that I uh, admired and seen in a movie. There's a movie called Otello Burning, and it's about the first professional surfer from South okay. Africa. That okay. it happened during the apartheid era, right? So wow. I sent them, I sent them a video of Haju, and then I watched. Well, I knew about his movie, but I had watched it last night. And so talking to that person, wow, and we're wow. both, we're both. You know, it, we're both like here, right? And he yeah. understands, and he's like, "Rhonda, do not leave Africa. I need yeah. to stay." Here. Don't, don't stay. <laughs> he, and he he he's been so blown away. He's been calling me, and so that so this morning we're two hours difference, right? South Africa. Yeah. So this morning, like seven o'clock, my phone just started ringing and ringing and ringing, and he didn't he forgot that the that the time difference was two hours, and yeah. so he had the girls there because he wanted the girls to talk to me and be able to see because they watched the movie. And so he, they, he wanted the girls to be able to see, no, this is a real person. I talked to her last night. She really oh is a real person, God. right? Oh. So we've been in contact with each other and we're going to really work together on this yeah. thing called African surfing, right? Yeah. Because it's different than black surfing. African surfing yeah. and black surfing are two th different things. And I did not yeah. realize it in its full capacity until last night when I spoke with him. It's sure. way different. And I knew it, but I needed confirmation, right? You sure. sometimes, you can, you can see things, uh, and I hate to assume, but I worked in assumption, right? Because I didn't want to fall so far behind that uh, I wouldn't be able to catch up to it. So I was working on assumption. I knew what was going on in my mind. I knew. But I didn't have confirmation. And then when I get confirmation, then you know that what you're doing right now and where you are right now, you're supposed to be there. And I didn't realize it in its full bloom until last night when I was on the phone. So I know us, that I was sit here. Absolutely. Tell us the difference between the difference between African surfing and black people surfing, black surfing. Okay. So you can be black and be a surfer. If you're a black surfer in the United States, you... If you have the money, you have access. Yes. You can get it. You can get a job. You can do, and you you have your surfboard. You have everything. You can go into contests. You can you can become head coaches. All that kind of stuff. If you're an African surfer, you don't have that access. And even when you do, you still have that semi-apartheid mentality going on within the in industry. You're only going to go so far. I'm only going to let you step here. I'm only going to let you surf here. I'm only going to let you take the kids here. And I'm only going to let you see this part. I'm not going to see let you see it in full bloom. That's why I came to Africa in the first place. That's why I stopped working in Africa in 2010. We started the whole Africa Surf International because we knew that Africans needed their own contest. Right. You can enter a contest in the United States if you have the money. Right. Yeah. You just, there's no reason why Africans shouldn't have sponsorship. 
This is a continent. Yeah. It's not a country. United States is a country on a continent. Yeah. This is a yeah. continent, and they should have their own things. And that, and, yeah. and that it's just it's heartbreaking yeah. to see that that it just reconfirms everything and my passion of what I want to see happen next. I do yeah. really want to see uh, African Surf Contest relived like in its full capacity with the sponsors that are African, with people have the mindset of the Africans, not you're still westernizing something and you're homogenizing and making things small for everybody and then add them as an addition. And like, it's a Christmas tree and you need to add an ornament up there. That's not how you work a system. And that's not fair to the little kids that are growing up that see, you know, these people on the big screen and dream to be them. And then on the inside, know that that, now, I'm sorry, they'll know that it will never be them unless somebody stands up and says, no, this is wrong. This is the way it should be. Why aren't there judges that are look like us? Why aren't there people behind the scenes? Why aren't there people in the, in the front office that look like us? Why in the marketing team? Yeah. Why are they not marketing to us? What is going on? Why does it always have to be something about some poverty that you have to pull some kid up from this? Like, yes, we understand that. How about trying to yeah. fix the problem instead of, okay, let's donate. No, go fix it. Do what I did. Come to the country and fix it. Don't try to just say, oh, okay, yeah. well, this makes me look good and I'm going to dress myself yeah. up and, and I'm going to put a whole bunch of little African kids around them and we're just going to all look good. No, yeah. help them help themselves, yeah. teach them yeah. so they can go out and do things for themselves and they can manifest on their own and learn how to think by themselves and not always have to have somebody tell them, this is where you need to go, this is where you're going to know. They yeah. know already because it's built in in a system, yeah. right? But if the system, mm. if the system is still held under white supremacy, then you're going to have a problem. It's always yeah. going to be a problem. Yeah. And, Down and to the sponsors. And, and that's just it, that it, it's going to stay a problem unless somebody actually says we stand up against this. And I agree when you say, you know, Africa as a continent, as a continent should have its own, its own space to compete. And for as long as it's held up against what, what the rest of the world is, it's unable to start addressing its own issues. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that you guys are having this conversation because... It talks about how do we open up the space to make it, not even make it more inclusive, but change the table completely because it just changed the table. Africa, this is not the West. Mm -hmm. You know, how do we make this an African thing and build a table based on that? And see, that's what we started doing with the Africa Surf International. It was all the heads of uh, of the, that were sitting on the on the board were from African countries, and everyone was of African descent, whether it, there was Jamaicans, whether there was Sierra Leoneans, it, wherever it was, there, we made sure that somebody was representing them that looked exactly like, like them, wow. right? Wow. What's going on now with contests, whether it's the ISA or it's the WSL, those, both of those companies are located in the widest por portion of America, United States, California, SoCal, very specific. It's ve that's very specific. If it was been, it had a different, whole different scenario about the scene, but it is, it is Southern California and the mentality down there is a lot different than Northern California. Northern California is where the Black Panthers came from. 
Southern, Southern California, we had no Black Panthers, so there was no there was no revolution, you know. <laughs> okay, the watch at some point watch, but the revolution really just started in Oklahoma. So that's that's where I am. You have to blow up that system. You it absolutely cannot continue to function. And if they don't do that, they'll continue to tokenize and use black bodies to sell products so that they can profit and not us. One of the big things that just happened with Haji was the day that we got sponsored, the day that we settled and they sent out the first release. They even say it. We used a photo of Haji. We've been using Haji's photos for five years. Nobody said a word. No, nobody asked us for money. Nobody, nothing. The day that they announced, Hurley announced that, that we were sponsored by them, the photographer from five years ago comes in, sends an inter- invoice, doesn't contact me or Haji, goes straight to Hurley. So we can't have that no more. We can't, we can't, we can't afford that. We can, they, they use those photos for what they, it, it was okay for them to use it for whatever they were going to benefit. But when it came down to the African girl that they used in the book to use it, it was a problem. And they thought that I wasn't going to say anything. Right. And they were like, well, Rhonda doesn't understand. No, Rhonda understands more than you think. That's why Rhonda came <laughs> to Africa. I understood that they were putting us in photos, <laughs> holding, take a picture, full screen. That kid gets nothing. Then they go back and they sell $20 million of this thing based on that little kid that they just put on the, uh, nobody's, we're not here for that. If it, if it was so a fashion funny. model, you'd have to pay it. If it was a runway model, you'd have to pay him. So why not pay this child? Thank God. You know what? The long and short is, thank heaven, the the world of tokenizing and the world of uh, putting that little bit of speckle just to show that we actually thought of representation just by one person. Thank God that's all coming to an end. Thank Uh. heaven we're coming to a place where we're saying, Actually, I'm not going to do that because um, I don't understand the context within which I am here. And I'm not going to propel, I'm not going to continue the narrative when we are tokenized because what does that mean for everybody who comes up behind me? And it's exactly. Show up, speak past the shaking voice because no one's saying that it's not going to be hard, but speak past the shaking voice. And that is when we we start to grow our mane, right? Right. So we go from being these little lions, you know, these little cubs that are walking around. But as you grow, you're going to need to, you're going to need to stand up and you're going to, you know, be that female with a whole mane where the next time you roar, everybody says, okay, hold on, we heard you. We're not even trying to mess you up like that. And and change the narrative for the people that are going to come after you. And you mm-hmm. have a responsibility, and that's how we change narratives. Yes, exactly. And that's what I'm here for. There's a lot of people that don't like the voice that I'm using. They, they would prefer yeah. that it was more homogenized. And, it, oh, my God, like, I need to be on the same side. Like, I need to do that. And I'm not. I'm, that's not where I'm from. I'm from a revolutionary family. I'm going to be a revolutionary until I die. And if you don't like my voice, turn the channel right but you're benefiting from it right mm. just say thank you and keep walking it's not this hard you don't have to be me but let me be me 
without looking like me and trying to control tone police like they do because they're already doing it right but you can't yeah. tone police me yeah <laughs> you can't no, do that we, we all- no, we all know that tone policing is always happening, but also the minute you get excitable and you get energetic, um, be it in whichever way that you are passionately speaking, you're either angry or you're just being a oh, dramatic. Yeah. yeah, that's me. I'm angry. I'm oh. always angry. I'm always I'm also angry. angry. I don't understand why right. she's angry. No, it's not. It's I'm passionate, right? And gesticulative. So if you want some definition, you want me to like break it down for you, that would be the definition, right? So uh, even when my mom, she's like, when my dad, my dad was like, why is she getting so hyper? My mom's just like, no, 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 no. She's just passionate about what she's doing. She's talking to you because she's passionate. When she gets like that, she's not mad. She's just very passionate about whatever that is she's talking about. So my dad had to like calm down, keep him killing me half the time, but. I always spoke the truth <laughs> to my family. That was one of the things. They used to call me the stomper, right? My nickname is Rocky. Um, and that came from the movie. Because I, I, I like to fight and I don't care who it is. You know, I like to fight. And I've always had to fight because I was in all-white school. So I was always fighting. And, and I was fighting for little kids. And I beat up the bullies that were bullying the little kids. And, you know, I was always fighting for someone, right? So there you go. And then my dad gave me Rocky. But before that, it was the stomper. My mom was just like... <laughs> My mom's just like, she's not going to back down. She's just not going to back down. And that's just, if she's right, she's going to get louder. So just, okay. Because, you know, your parents are like, Nay, did you go to the to the store for me today? And my dad would be like, oh, I had to go. So I was like, no, nah, dad, remember we had to go over there? And my mom, and my dad's like pissed, right? <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's like, don't hear, don't hear. She's just telling the truth. <laughs> But 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 I love that so much because it talks about authenticity and just speaking your truth every single time. You know, uh-huh. everybody's like sending you all of this love. I and see it now. Hi, says, thank you. These are amazing. Just black girl love from Blo- from Brooklyn. Hey, Brooklyn <laughs> but, house. <laughs> but I love that because you know, and that's why from our first conversation, I was just so encouraged because sometimes the world kind of says the way that you are is not quite okay. So can you just tone it down? And I've had a problem with that my entire life because I'm always like, um, I'm passionate. So I'm either passionately happy or passionately upset. Mm-hmm. But in every single space, everything comes from a passion point. And just speaking to you kind of reminded me that it's okay. And the world will somehow learn to not try and police how it is that you speak. Or mm-hmm. police how it is that your tone comes across, mm-hmm. but to learn to hear you pass and through your passion, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Pass and through your passion, mm-hmm. and then be able to reflect back to say, "We see you, we hear you, and yes or no or whatever." But you don't exactly. need to become this little, this little. But I just wanted to, you know, head to the side, needing to be a particular way in order to. Yeah, it's called pretty politics. Yes. Yeah, it's called pretty politics. They want you to look a certain way so you can come at them a certain way. If you come at them, 
if you come at me like like I'm dressed right now, they're like, oh, she's angry, she's this and that. I got to go put on makeup. And I had that on when, you know, I looked a lot better when I was on the boat. But that was that was a long time ago. That was like three or four hours ago. Okay? When? Okay? It's hot. You know what I'm <laughs> so, so I look, a couple hours ago, I looked different. But, I'm, but to talk to people, I like to be natural and normal because I came into this industry beautiful and not taken seriously. So let me just be plain Jane. But if I have to go out, you know, if y'all have a little benefit or something, you're going to see the real yeah. girl. But if I have to deal with you on an everyday basis and we go back and forth, this is what you get because I don't want that image. I don't want people to think, oh, she's about her looks or it's about her hair or it's about her complexion or it's about her this or her genetic background or whatever her DNA is talking about. I want yeah. you to listen to the words that yeah. are coming out of my mouth yeah. because what I'm saying yeah. is the truth. And if yeah. somebody doesn't start listening a little bit closer and we start pedaling backwards because it looks like that's what's getting ready to happen. We're starting to pedal backwards before I can even get the, the ball rolling forward. So I, I want us to, to really start listening to each other and respecting each other for what we have to say. That that would be that would be great. After that, then let's build. <laughs> and, and, and I love that so much because, like, I often say that, like, I'm such a hot human. My heart walks into a room. It's not, you know, how you experience Zandi in the physical sense. That's you. But you will know my heart because it is big and it is beating and it is jumping around. And everybody is sending lots and lots of love. And Thank you. And you all you said from Los Angeles, by the way, of Nigeria. Um, hey, Nigeria. Be yourself, sis. Um, I'm so inspired by you, ladies. And everybody's just like, you know, hear them loud and clear preach. But hold on, Rhonda. We are we are like I, I honestly cannot believe that our hour like goes by so quickly. But I wanted to go back to the part that you said. Um, you you are like work, 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 and then relax and enjoy. And I, I just like like I wanted to like one, I'm sorry about your loss because it's such a hard thing, you know? And and I hope you find the space, you know, to mourn and be. And congratulations on having, you know, gotten to the place where you have always wanted to be, where you where you bag this big sponsorship. But I, I often feel as women, we battle to take a break between it all. Like mm -hmm. we will run ourselves, we will grate the skin of our fingers mm -hmm. because there's no more time. We can't leave. That needs mm -hmm. to be done. Uh -huh. And I almost feel like there's such an importance to also just take care of ourselves and, uh -huh. you know, in the whole process to not forget to take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly like what I told you. Exactly when we get off of this interview, I'm going to get back into the boat that I just got out of because they docked in it like another city and just happened that Haji's family had a restaurant here. So I was like, let me set up. My phone was dying everything. And I said, I got to do this interview. And so they docked. As soon as I get back in that boat, I'm going to dive in that water and I'm going to emerge and feel free because I've worked and now it's time to take care of myself. And I see my mother in the sunset and I see my mother in, in the way that I've been carrying on and carrying myself because it looks like I just picked up. I remember her saying, dang, she is like me. And so I see her in what I just did. It was definitely her with me. I see her every night in the sunset. I know she's there. And I know that my dad is like, he's still talking mess. Like, 
at least she finished something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like one of those dads like, she didn't finish nothing. And then now he's like, yep, she, Linda, Linda they sitting up there together. Like, she did. She finished that one. Uh, <laughs> and then they're, and they're proud. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I am, I'm going to take some time off. And I have, like, till the 28th um, until I leave uh, Senegal. Let's cross our fingers on this one again. This will be the seventh time. Okay. Um, so I'm scheduled to leave for the seventh time on the 28th. And from this day, when I'm talking to you, until that day, it's about me. My contract with Hurley doesn't even start until October. So I'm going to enjoy me for the next few days, just until I can, you know, I heard they're moving couches in my apartment, all of that. Let's go. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to eat an apple. I'm going to sleep in. I'm going to keep my hair crazy. I'm going to not put on, I'm not even going to tease my eyebrows. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm going to come out with hairy legs. I don't care. No, 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 but you have to tell me that you're going to free dive. You're going to free dive in the emerald. Right outside my apartment. Water. I'm going to do it right now. I'm getting ready to do it right this moment as soon as I get off with you. Uh, is exactly. This, today is the start of the rest of my life. Today, I, I had my birthday. This is still my birthday month, so I'm going to finish oh. being a Leo. Wait, wait, wait. When was your birthday? The 7th of August. Oh, I love that. I'm, I'm on the 25th. I'm an oldest baby, too. That's why I was like, I have to get that in. <laughs> yes. Yes. Happy birthday coming up. Um, thank uh, you, thank but, you. yeah, I'm definitely Leo. And so, yeah, I'm going to start enjoying my mane because it has grown full and it's nourished. And uh, I'm going to let it blow in the breeze until I leave here. And then I have to go back and, and reprogram myself. Thank you. Thank you, Chazzy. Uh, I see everybody's coming in to say, um, Stacy says how I look has nothing to do with what I have to say and the work that I put into it. Absolutely. And that's just it. Women must be liberated to show up in whichever way they intend to show up and not be judged by it because of, you know, how we look. Uh, Shanti says she's here from Kenya. Uh, oh my God, that's Chad. I see it. Chad. Hi, Chad. Thank you so much. Chad helped more than you would. Chad is, I love you, Chad. <laughs> that, that's tough luck. He, 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 uh, he, yeah, he's a, uh, I, oh, you see, I can't even stop smiling because he, he really did help us at, at, at a really crucial time. And uh, that's the other thing the community has stepped forward to see this dream. I'm just the vessel, but it, you know, everybody, it was a community thing. I'm not kidding when I say everybody, whether it was boards, money, clothes. I mean, you know, the girls didn't even have clothes, so we needed to get them clothes. They didn't have gym shoes to work out. We have gym shoes. I have extra gym shoes. There's like 10 pair of extra gym shoes so that we get 10 more girls. There's some more gym shoes. <laughs> Nobody had shoes. Nobody had anything. And so we were able to do that. And so I can't, like I said, my family is, is, is like this. Some kid needed a home they lived in my house so i'm pretty sure there's already six of us at, at one point there was like 13 of us they yeah. were just from other families my mom and dad were just taking care of them love chat um uh yeah and and so i grew into that into that spirit right so that's why 20 25 kids are always at my house until like one o'clock in the morning at least i know where they are but I think that's that's some that's the biggest thing about general 
in African communities and in African families. Like everybody, everybody from your street could be at your house for mm-hmm. days upon days, eating at your house, <laughs> eating at your house, and nobody's leaving. You know, and nobody, nobody leaving. Tells everybody to go home anyway. Nope. Nope. So I'm they just kind of walked in. <laughs> I'm hundred percent. Everybody's there, and then someday, one day, somebody's like, "But there's no more food," and you're like, "Okay, well." We're just so I take them with me. Plan. Yeah, and I plan, and I take them all with me to the grocery store so they can get their stuff. Because, you know, they like to get in my stuff. And I'm like, just go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> we'll go, and we'll get you some food, too. But a lot of them, a lot of them don't eat, and we want to make sure that they do, right? Yeah. And they make sure they eat healthy. So yesterday they came over, and I showed them how to, the boys, the girls already knew, but I showed the girls how to use the juicer. So even if they went and got a couple of fruits from, you know, around the way, Put them in the juicer. You have your nutrition, right? And I made it yeah. fun for them. So now they just come in and they can just make them a cucumber, green apple, broccoli juice. And they feel good about it. And it's so yeah. cute because then now they just sit there and look at it as it's going in. You know, that's something new. It's like a toy. <laughs> they, don't, they, they don't know. I didn't tell them it was good for them. I just, look, look, and you, go, and you bash it. And then some juice comes out. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Your time in Senegal has just been so beautiful to see. And women, we celebrate you. You know, South Africa has been, um, this is Women's Month in South Africa. And for me, you're definitely one of the women that I celebrate. I'm inspired by everything that you do is so filled with heart and is so filled with purpose. You remind us what it means to live in our truth be in our truth and sit uncomfortably comfortable in our truth and i yeah. love when, that when i get uncomfortable when i get uncomfortable i know i'm doing the right thing when i when i when <laughs> you know i the, the even when i when i feel comfortable i know i feel like i should be doing something like i, I can't sit still for the moment especially if i know there's another job to be done so now that this one is, I can get uncomfortable for a little while. The next, the next phase is to work within the system and change the system, right? And that takes a lot of energy. So I'm going to take off and recharge. I'm, you know, I'm empath. So everything is, you know, you touch me and I feel it. it so I need to refocus, recharge, and re-energize. And then reemerge because I'm about to do my reemergence right now. I'm having Haju film it, but I just dive in and just come back and just feel like I've been baptized or whatever it is that they go through spiritually. But I'm at the end of that rope and I have to let it go and start the next chapter because I don't want to keep going back and what if what I should have tweaked, I should have said, or I should have did. No, it's done now. There's no reason for me to look over my shoulder and go back and say anything to anybody. It's just time to move forward and in a positive light and in the best spirit that I possibly can in the spirit of Nathaniel and Linda Harper because those are the two who got together and decided to have some little firecracker kid. See what happens with this is what this is what happens when two Pisces get together. Like this this is the product of two Pisces. <laughs> oh my word. I just I, I love everything that you've said. Enjoy it all. We are gonna uh we've got forty seconds to to the closing of our live and it's just been phenomenal as usual. So yes, always safe travels. 
and enjoy Senegal and hopefully we'll get to catch up with you when you get to the States. And you, Definitely. You need, to beg, you need to beg. So in South Africa, people normally take seawater back home to like back to Joburg or back to wherever. Next time before you leave, grab a two liter of water, put in some seawater, close it and take it with you to the States and just throw it everywhere. I find Rhonda to be incredibly inspirational. The idea that the organizations that are able to rally so powerfully into your dream, they will find you. And so we celebrate Hurley and we celebrate this partnership and we celebrate this incredible organization doing the most. Chat soon.